need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Woo. Happy to see you. Welcome back. Hi. (laughs) It's been a while since we recorded without, you know, friends. I know. Should we reintroduce ourselves? Yeah. Do you guys remember who we are? I mean, it's important to give the floor to the people who are our guests. So we just do. And then at the end, we're like, did I speak in this episode? (laughs) Yeah. Not sure. We just nod a lot. We have questions. Yeah. 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 Lots of nods. How many mm-hmms can a person have in it in one episode? Mm-hmm. There you or go. Like a, yes. <laughs> yes. And I clap and snap, but I realize it's like kind of an audio issue because I'll clap and snap yeah. next to the microphone. It creates a little bit of an interference. Eventually, we're just going to make uh, AMQ and Becca bobbleheads because that's essentially what we do in every... <laughs> totally. We should just not be here. Just put the bobbleheads on the... <laughs> just go like, yep, you're doing great, sweetie. Keep it up. Oh, they they can be bobbleheads that have pom poms. So every time that the head goes forward, so do the <laughs> the imitation of this bobblehead that I'm looking at right now, and you imitating it is just fantastic. <laughs> what are you eating? A fig. It looks like <laughs> it looks like a butt plug. Not that I know what a butt plug looks like, but <laughs> wait, that's what the inside of a fig looks like. It's like a Venus flytrap. Wow. I've never had a fig. How? Well, the way the figs are set up around here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do they ha- Do they not have, is this not an American thing? I don't know. I've definitely seen them. I just don't think I've ever come across one. I've pictured it to be. You haven't, you haven't come across, a fig has never crossed your path? No. It's never, it's never rang your doorbell? Like it's, ne- it's never been on, on a table where I've been like, let me try that fig. You know? You've never had like a dessert? With fig in it? I probably took them off because I got nervous. Because <laughs> they look different. But like I pictured them to be harder, like an apple. Not like that. No. Well, no. Oh, no, no. You can have dried figs. Maybe that's what you're talking about. So you know you can have like dried mango, dried peach. There's like banana chips. There's also dried figs. They're like dehydrated. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> Do you know that in an alternate reality, I could have been the heiress to a fig estate? <laughs> of course. Of course. Wait. Wait. So they have like fig estates, like like wineries? Like I figured, I pictured just yes. like. Yes. So my family in Portugal, my grandpa is from a place called Figueira de Foge. Yes, don't even. It's fine. It's. Just, I understand that it sounds like I have soap in my mouth. It's totally okay. <laughs> but the figueira part of it is like the Portuguese version. Of, if you were to say winery, so basically this entire town is just figs. Like it, the whole town is basically supported by the fact that there's fig trees literally everywhere. And that's where he grew up. And so I would spend every summer until I was 14 going to Portugal and we would go to his hometown and he would always be like, you know, if you want to move here, you know, you can totally spend your days picking figs and picking manufacturers to send them to. And I was like, what? I mean, yeah, that kind of sounds like a dream. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like I get up every morning and I eat figs. I mean, I would probably, so they make you go to the bathroom. I was just going to say I would, yeah, I would probably, you know, I'm not good with setting boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) I would be having like figs for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So that would have been an issue. Wow. Think about how crazy that life would be. Like just I can't even fathom. I mean, some of you are going to be listening to this and you're going to be like, well, I have a farm. I can tell you about it. But that's what it is. It's essentially I would be waking up every morning and just farming these, these, these picking figs off these. It's just anyway, that's my alternate reality. Every time I eat a fig, I think about it. I'm like, you know what? It gets, makes me reflective on my life. It's like, hmm, I really could have done this. I could be in the fields right now. (laughs) Wow. I picture you in like a hat with like a basket, but also still have long claws on your nails. Listen, you can't be in one of those fig plantation places without the the hat. You need a floppy hat. The sun. Right. The sun. Of course. (laughs) Of course. It's part of the initiation process to be a fig farmer. I imagine. (laughs) Floppy hat. Yes. Check. Check that box. Do you like figs? Yes. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it might be better if you didn't enjoy figs. What is that? What's that saying? Don't. Oh my gosh. Don't shit where you eat. How the fuck? Okay. Let me see where this is going. Please explain. So, cause, okay. So doesn't that refer to sex? Uh, (laughs) I don't. Like don't, I don't know, does it? I think it means like don't have sex with a coworker. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> That's totally what it means. But I thought you were saying I was like Never no, we're not having sex with figs. Do you No, no, no. I thought you were saying like don't don't like I was thinking like physically in the bed, like in the actual act of sex. Like don't <laughs> shit where you eat, like Oh my don't, god. Don't, don't poop into someone's mouth. Oh, <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good evening, and good night. <laughs> There's no afternoon in Becca's world. No, no, we went right to it. Wow. So anyway, what I was saying, let me just finish my thought. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. What I was saying was I never wanted to work at a, for example, an ice cream shop because I was like, well, that's trouble. <laughs> like I'll, I'll just be eating all the time at this ice cream shop and I'll never stop. And then I'll get lactose intolerance, which I ended up getting later on in life. But my point is maybe it would be better if you didn't like figs and you worked at a fig farm. Fair. That's fair. That's maybe fair. I'm saying it wrong. I don't even know if it's a farm. This is all something sounds- I should have Googled before talking about it, but I didn't know I was going to be talking about it. <laughs> it sounds good to me. I was just watching you with your container and I was like, I have to ask her about these because... They look weird, and I didn't know if it was a Canadian thing. <laughs> if I if I leave, it's because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so much fiber. She is adjusting herself in her seat, so it's really only a matter of time. Um, however, before we get into what our real topic is, which is relationships during this pandemic, I messaged AMQ and I said, I have a question for you, but I'm not going to ask it until we record an episode. <laughs> Which is funny because she asks me questions daily. This one apparently is different. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. In hindsight, it's not as cool as I maybe originally thought. Oh, I know. I realize, I realize you were probably hyping this up and it's probably <laughs> like, like crazy. 
but I think if someone asked me this and I was like, I'm going to ask GameQ because I feel like she'd have a better answer. So my question for you. Oh, it's a specific question. You made it sound, you were like, when you messaged me, you were like, we're going to do this thing on the pod and I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. And I was like, okay. And I didn't realize it was like a specific one. What did you think it was? I don't know. I thought, I don't know. I don't know. Like very generic? I don't know. I just thought it was going to be like, okay, we're turn, we're hitting record. And then we're, I'm just going to, whatever question comes to mind. Like that was the vibe. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. So my question for you is what do you think your daily life would look like without social media? Like in existence. I would be the heiress of a fake farm. <laughs> God, you answered the question before I even knew what before you even knew what was happening. Do you really Obviously. think like that would really be your your second calling? <laughs> no. Wait, okay. Okay. Hold on. I mean, if, it's definitely up there. If there was like an ABC option, I think it's in one of the options. But okay. Okay. So if as in, all right, hold on. I I really I need to pick this question apart. I, I so, knew it was going to am, happen. Go ahead, I'm ready. <laughs> am I living in a place? Am I living in an, an era where social media doesn't exist? Right. Or am I like survivor and no, I'm no, like no. on an island where there's no Wi-Fi? No, there's no social media. It like in okay. it, it doesn't exist. It's not like you're taking a break from it. It's not like you are isolated in any way. Just what would life look like without social media? Okay, I wouldn't live in North America. That's for sure. Where would you live? I would live most likely, well, I the easy answer is I would just be living in Portugal because that's my first it's my first language and you It's know, your first language? Yeah, I learned Portuguese first. Before you learned I didn't English start speaking English? Yeah, I didn't start speaking English until they Oh my gosh, hold on. This is a side story. <laughs> fun fun story. So side story, I'm coming back. Just we're, be, we're coming back. This episode is just going to be getting to know AMQ better. <laughs> so I learned how to speak. I was born in Canada, but I learned how to speak Portuguese first because my grandparents brought me up. So, you know, my parents were making it work and making it happen. They were young parents and they had a bajillion jobs at once. And my dad's mom and dad took care of me. And so they spoke to me in Portuguese and <laughs> they put me into JK, into kindergarten and my first week or so, I had a really hard time and I was coming home and crying. And For American people, like, pause, pause. American people, JK is not just kidding. It is what they call no, junior kid- kindergarten. Right. Okay. Needed to preface because we don't have that. <laughs> okay. You just have kindergarten? We have pre-K, pre-kindergarten, <laughs> preschool. <laughs> okay. So anyways, lots of K's going on here. So I go to school. And for the first week, I was so sad. Like, I actually have a very vivid memory of this. I also have very vivid memories of, you know, those water tables? You know, you got the little, like, you know, little tractors and the boats and whatever. These kids would be, like, filling up the toys and just dumping them on my head. And so I would have wet hair all the time. And so I I kept on coming home with, like, wet hair. And my parents would ask me why. And I'd be like, well, these kids, they're, like, dumping water on my head from the water table. And they'd be like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I can't understand them. I can't understand them was what I would say. And so I think my parents thought that I meant like, I don't get why, like, I don't get why they're doing this to me, but I genuinely meant like, I don't understand them. They're speaking a different language. What? So 
my parents somehow did not put two and two together that they sent me to a kindergarten class in Canada <laughs> speaking only Portuguese. And then I had to be put in an ESL class, which is totally fine. But it's ironic because English is a second language, fine. But all the kids that were in that class genuinely had been born somewhere else. Right, right. I had been born in Canada. My parents just didn't remember for four years to teach me to speak <laughs> English. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> so I just didn't know. Anyway, so then, you know. That's crazy. English is a second language, yeah. And now all I do is talk. How ironic. <laughs> <laughs> but I do make up weird words like Ramblesaurus Rex and stuff. So maybe that's where that comes from. But yeah. I think in Portuguese and I dream in Portuguese. It's very weird. Yeah. Anywho. So moving I, on. Yeah, we can. I have plenty of follow up questions that I'll be voice noting you after this episode regarding that. OK, cool. All right. Yeah. Imagine thinking in one language. So you, you're, you're like you're translating your own thoughts all the time. That's ex I'm it's exhausting. I know. I know. It's a lot of work. Sometimes I'll be like, is that the right word? Did I, did I say that one word in Portuguese? Like, oh, my I, God. When I'm, when I'm talking, I'm like, did I say one word in another language while I was talking? That's <laughs> crazy. When I'm drunk, it's that's it for me. I speak Portuguese English. It's like half, half and half seas. Andrew will be like, nope. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Did you cough? <laughs> like, no. I, I said a word. Thanks. So I would either live in Portugal or I would live in a place where I could access multiple ecosystems in a small amount of time. So what I mean by that is, for example, <laughs> New Zealand. I was like, let me just explain this before you ask, because I know you're going to ask. So in New Zealand, you can get to a beach, you can get to a forest, mm. you can get to a city. You can get to like a desert space all within an hour and a bit. And so because I'm so outdoorsy, it would, for me, if I didn't have the internet, if I didn't have a way to feel connected to other places, then I would have to actually make it so that I was connected to other places. So I would live somewhere where I could access the beach and a forest and a city all without like needing a crazy amount of transportation, right? Not having to hop on a plane. New Zealand's a great option for that. So I'm using New Zealand as an option, but it's not the only one. I just feel like I would enjoy New Zealand because culture wise, it's English speaking, right? So there wouldn't be the culture shock and it's pretty there. Love that. That's it. Yeah. Mm. That's my answer to that question. I feel like it would look, my life would look very different. I mean, my like social, I'm a slave to social media. So my life would look totally different. But then again, if we didn't, if we didn't know any better, it's, it would be very different to go to a world where in 10 years, for example, social media ceases to exist, but we have a memory of what it was like. Oh God. That would be different. Right. But if you yeah. don't know any better, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm of the argument. I love social. We know this. I freaking work on social media. I think that we would all have much more fulfilling lives if it didn't exist. Yeah, I agree. That's my opinion. And it sucks because, you know, yeah, I love it, but we kind of live through it, you know? Yeah. We, like we're, it's like, a, it's like our, like that little, like, you know, what am I trying to say? A little orc, is it an oracle? The little, Magnifying like the glass? One, the, the, 
The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mon- monocle? Monocle. Monocle. We got there. There it is. I thought it was yeah. like, talking about orca Play charades. <laughs> I'm like holding my hand up with the, in the okay sign. <laughs> like, wait, you got it? <laughs> that thing. I was hoping that this question was just going to have me learn something new and it, and it worked. So mission More than one new thing. <laughs> so many things. Yeah. I did not know that you spoke, that English was not your first language. So I learned something new. Maybe that explains why when we argue, you don't get what I'm saying. Honestly, maybe. Maybe. That might be it. Like, what are you saying? I just need to let her buffer because she's translating from another language. Let me just give her. Let me get out my Rosetta Stone real quick. I got to put in my Google Translate because I have no idea what the fuck she's saying. Okay, wait, did you have a question? She's an Enneagram 8 and she speaks a different language. Holy fuck, I did not sign up for this. She's like the Rubik's Cube of friendships. You just have to keep turning her until you get it figured out. (laughs) Yeah, I had a question, but I'm telling you, mine is so boring. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm definitely going to learn something. I'm 100% going to learn something because I don't know the answer to that. Now I'm just nervous. This just made my butthole tight. So it's like, it's a t- one of those typical, like lame questions that okay. you see people ask on, I don't even actually know what show or whatever, but I know it's been asked. So it's just one of those overdone questions that I was like, well, I don't know the answer. If you could have dinner or spend a day, oh. doesn't matter. Probably spend, a, I'm going to say, cause fuck dinner. Like dinner could be like 45 minutes. You need more than a good 45 minute or with someone. So I would say like, if you could plan an entire day, with someone of notoriety, so I'm not necessarily saying like an A-list celebrity, but someone who is, you know, a household yep. name in I got some it. household, dead or alive. Mm-hmm. First, I was going to ask dead. Okay. And then I was like, that's lame because I want there to be a possibility that it can happen. <laughs> so if you want, <laughs> if you want <laughs> dead or alive, who would it be? And why? And I want to hear what, what you would do. Like if you could pick a perfect day. Oh my God. Wait, this is, oh, first off, this is not lame. This is just a lot. <laughs> so emotional. Oh my one, God. Just one person, right? I can't pick different activities with other people. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess if you want, if you had like, if you know, apparently afternoons don't exist in your world. So if you wanted to pick morning, evening and night, <laughs> okay. if you wanted to split up your day. Okay. If I were to split up my day, if I were to split up my day, I would want to have brunch with Michelle Obama because oh. I would just want to learn from her and... And check out her arms in real life, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just think she is just so exquisite and intelligent. And I know that I could learn from her. And I would just, I don't even, I mean, on the spot, I don't know if questions off the top of my head. <laughs> but I'm sure I could think of them. So I would have brunch with Michelle Obama. Then I would go shopping. Would you get like Liddy Titty? Would it be like mimosa brunch? I No more than two drinks. No more than two mimosas because then I would go shopping with Lizzo in the afternoon. Oh yeah. The afternoon's back everyone. <laughs> we have an afternoon. Okay. So then I'd go, sh- up. I'd go shopping with Lizzo in the afternoon and um, where, where would you go shopping? Wherever Lizzo goes shopping because the way my bank Ooh. account's set up is very different than the way her bank account's set up. So I'm just going to let her pick and like live the day through her for a minute. I'm, I'd be so interested to see where she would go. And we would for sure have a midday dance party because you can't be with Lizzo and then not twerk with her. So that would have Flash to mob. Yes. Flash mob. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we'd probably meet up with Shanti to do a workout together because I love him and he she loves him. So like that would work out great for us in our friendship. And then I probably have dinner with Beyonce and Oprah. We'd like meet up. Wow. You really, you, what are you just, you're just, you're just, you're like, what do you have them all in a WhatsApp? <laughs> you got them all. You're like, actually, let, I'm going to pick five people. We're starting with three. <laughs> no, five. I would just like to make it very clear. We are currently recording on Shanti's birthday. Yes. Legend. Happy birthday, Shanti. Happy birthday, birthday, my main man. Yes. Wow, that's a, that's a solid lineup of a day. You would be exhausted. Uh, or I'd be running on adrenaline. I'd be up for the next three to five business days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd be just okay, riding. So you would have dinner with Beyonce. And see, this is, this is what uh, me picturing a dinner with Beyonce and Oprah, like you at a table with the two of them. I would just be like, makes me laugh <laughs> because I feel like they would also be like, so <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I feel, like, I feel they, like they would be like, it would be like, uh, what do you want to talk about? They'd kiki with each other. And we just talk about all things on how to make this world a better place. And like, also she has land. So I'd like to go to her house, her house. The, the footage of her, of Oprah's house is not, I mean, Beyonce lives yeah. in like a fortress that no one knows, but Oprah's house is like, the queen of her castle. She, <laughs> they both are. I mean, damn. So that would be my day. And that might change after we record this. I might hear this episode back and be like, no, I would have picked something else that, on that day. But in this given moment, that would be how I would spend my day. That's I was just going to say, like, of your five people, you would pick four females. Look at you. We love that. True. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I forgot Sean T was in there. You're welcome, Sean. <laughs> Sean wasn't even going to be, but Sean makes a cameo. Yeah. Sean is like a, like a cameo in your day. We make it's a few. Like, we're making you're a few shopping TikToks. with Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. You're shopping with Lizzo and he's like, girls. <laughs> and you're like, oh, hey. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't show up for long. He does. Yeah. He actually is the one who initiated the flash mob. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how that would go. 100%. Oh, now I'm going to daydream about that. Those were, that was a good cue. We should do that more often. Just ask each other random things. Yeah. We learned a lot. Now I want to, Oh, I didn't, now I want to hear the answer to both of those questions from the boo crew. So please yes. feel free to let us know what, what would your life look like without social media? Mm -hmm. And if you could pick I mean, you, you, you can choose, but if you could pick your ideal day with someone of notoriety or someone's apparently five, up to five humans, <laughs> up to five, pick one for every day of the week. I mean, go for it. Live, live your best life. But who would they be and why? I'm so, that's such a, it is a, actually, it is a really good question now that I'm thinking back. Yeah. You made it way better, but you made it better by picking multiple people with multiple personality levels. <laughs> Like we're really across the map. One. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was just one, it'd be like, I would have dinner with X for this amount of time and talk about that. Like, it's not as, it's not as fun, but you made it fun. <laughs> Typical you <laughs> made it your uh, own. Well, speaking of relationships, <laughs> let's talk about it. So during the Rose, we told you guys we were going to be re referring back to the Rose retreats. And yeah. during the Rose retreats, we had an, un not unexpected, but it was about, mental health during the pandemic. Let me make sure I'm saying her name right. Akia Reed had a uh, platform for mental health post-pandemic. And it ended up taking a left. 
and talking a lot about relationships during the pandemic and post pandemic, if we can even say that we're really there. It was so interesting. Amy Q and I were messaging back and forth and we were like, I did not expect this. I did not. It was just a very unexpected depth, let's say. Like I, we, kn- we knew every segment was going to be delicious, but this was just unexpected depth. And we were like, we have to do a whole episode on just this because it's so interesting and so important. And especially because you and I are currently living two different social lives right now. Yeah. Uh, two, well, we're living two pandemic lives. We... We became friends during the pandemic. Like, there's just a lot of layers to why we found it so interesting. Our friend groups and the way in which we approach approach relationships in general has changed during the pandemic for a lot of re- like we'll cover that. But what I realized while I was listening, so I took a lot of notes in every other segment, but for some reason during this one, I was like, you know what? I it was one of those very validating segments. You know, when you're listening to something and you're reading a book or you're listening to a podcast episode or something and someone says something and you're like, me too, me too. Like you can't believe that there's somebody out there that feels that way. That's how it felt for me. It was like, okay, I'm not an asshole. Like it actually made me feel like, okay, like, okay. So my behavior is not just me. It made me feel really good about validated right validated yeah 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 but like edits I've made let's call them edits oh I like that like yeah it's just edits and and it's um something that my friend Nate taught me years ago is that you need to be okay I have mentioned this so many times I'm sure I will continue to but you need to be okay with the fact that there will be humans who will come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And sometimes, like clothing, I have a hard time of letting go of humans. Yes. Like, just like I have a hard time going into my closet and saying goodbye to this beautiful dress that I will never wear again, but it has all these memories associated with it. That's literally how I am with friendships. Yep. I'm like, but there was this one time that we went to this festival and we, so, we had so much fun and I don't want to... It's ridiculous. It's like... Yes, that's fine. But that relationship served you so well in that season mm-hmm. and they helped you through X, Y, and Z. But the thing is, here's the thing. There's a lot of people who can't physically be in my life right now in this season and because of what I, I'm going through, but that doesn't stop them from being in my life in another way. And right. if they're not in my life in another way, and I feel as though I'm like knocking on a door that's not getting answered at a certain point, you need to be okay with that, right? It's mm-hmm. okay to just be like, this is exhausting. <laughs> you know, you have to, there's a cer- certain level of self-care and self-awareness that goes into being like, maybe the doorbell is not working. I'll come back later. Like, yeah. and she starts that. Akia starts it off with um, a beautiful way of um, explaining mental health, that mental health is yeah. another flower in the garden that makes us who we are. It's not something that should be stigmatized. It's not something that needs to be defined as us as people. It's just another flower that you add to the garden that makes you up as the beautiful human that you are and not feeling like defined by that, I think was so interesting and such a beautiful way to kind of, if you've been feeling that way that you have to define yourself in your mental health struggles and that that's not necessarily the case. 
And she goes on to um, explain how like we, and it's true, we are all experiencing trauma together, but in so many different ways. And there can be good that comes from this mess and we're still coming out of it. And we feel socially unrested. There's been an increase of violence. There's been a 500% increase on the suicide hotline. So it's just like, yes, we are all experiencing trauma together. And in some ways, I know at some points of the pandemic for me, knowing that was comforting, but under that we are having so many different effects from that and handling it so differently and having, having different connections with people. Some not at all. And some yes. And you know, why am I processing these things? I know for me, I have my overthinking has been amplified to the thousandth degree during this year. And it's, being in the position where people are getting vaccinated and we are being able to see each other for the first time in a very, very long time. I have found myself leaving those social situations being like, I didn't expect that. I expected it to be all the hype, all the yes, love hugs. I feel so my heart feels so full. I didn't expect that social unrest coming back from those social situations and feeling like, did I say too much? Did I say something wrong? Did I, um, you know, handle something weird or was I awkward or it was, it's just like a spiral that I didn't anticipate. Or just being at a table and being like, cause I haven't experienced this yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm already thinking like, okay, what's it going to be like to go to dinner weird and sit down in a restaurant with your friends, like across from them, like, you know, close, close to them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm that kind of person. We know this, that I'm the kind of person who does that. Every once in a while, I'll stop and, and be like grateful for where I am. And I'll be like, oh, wow. I feel like I'm going to be amplified. Like I'm going to be like, guys, we're at a restaurant beside each other. Yeah. Like I'm going to be that annoying person. And in the but, moment I was too, in the moment I was like, oh okay. my gosh, my heart. I was like, I was fulfilled so much. And my eyes were all filled up. I was like, this is just like, I missed my humans. And this feels so good. It was the aftermath of going home and feeling that unsettled. And you start questioning yourself because we've had so much time to sit with ourselves, um, which that's a whole other thing. But I remember that first yeah. time you went to a, a brunch, I think it was brunch. And yeah. you messaged me and you were like, I don't know if I'm going to do that again for a while. Yeah. Which is so weird because you felt so great, but you were like, that felt, it still felt weird. The other thing is I don't, I could, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be on your side of things because I mean, I know one time you messaged me and you're like, I almost like, sometimes I feel guilty sharing that. Yeah. I can. Like the other day, Becca didn't want to tell me that she was like going to a barbecue because <laughs> she knew that I can't go what what barbecue you know what I mean like I can't barbecue anything I go anywhere so she like she was like I don't I I don't I tell you everything but I felt weird about telling you that I was going to barbecue which is ridiculous because it's not like I'm going to be mad at her for it but we're at different stages you know right I I can't I just it's a crazy time it really is it really is so I wanted to ask you on this one how do you think relationships like have changed? Like what's one thing that really stands in the forefront? I really think that I'm going to be, I'm, I'm saying this generally mm-hmm. that people really rely on in-person interactions to build bonds. Yes. I think that I'll speak specifically now. I'll speak specifically to my friend group, my friend group 
I have always had a predominantly male group of friends and being that, that that's the case, they are not massive communicators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have like group chats like I have with my girlfriends. We don't, we're not in constant communication. We're not like story time sharing or like sending memes to one another like I do with my girlfriends. So my core group of friends relied pre-pandemic a lot on in-person interactions that would build those bonds and those bonds would take us to the next time we'd see each other and then we'd make new memories and that would strengthen each time. Now that we don't have those in-person interactions, it's like we forget how to interact with each other. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's so weird. Like even sending happy birthdays to each other I mean, I'm the girl in the equation, so I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm good, but but I can tell that they're like struggling. They're like shocked that I remembered their birthday. Like that's actually like a text I got back. I was like, what do you mean? I'm just your birthday didn't change. Like, just well, there's just no event. Bar. Yeah, there's no event. Yeah, like I know you turned 35, whether or not we go to a bar or not. <laughs> like, yeah, doesn't matter. But to them, they were like, wow, you remember? I was like, yeah, it's still in my calendar in 2021. So I think that a lot of humans didn't put a whole lot of stock before on how much you can do and how strong of a bond you can build, not in person. We've shown that, right? Like you and I have shown that. I think that just this pandemic has, we don't have the option. You don't have the option to go to a work conference and make those memories in real life. You don't have the option to go to a bar and do shots with your best friends. You don't have those options for the last year and a bit. So Mm -hmm. people just forget that there's an option to make lasting and impactful connections without being in person. And I think that's a communication thing. Yeah. Like we've learned a lot about our lack of communication, <laughs> our, our communication skills. Mm-hmm. I've also learned that just because you're social doesn't mean that you're not socially inept. Ooh, okay. Like you can be a very social person, but you might not necessarily pick up on social cues. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're in a room, right? You know, when you like walk into a room, I mean, maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, but I'm super empathetic. So I'll walk into a room. This happens a lot to me in social events. And I can just like feel an energy like, you know, this person's like super happy to be here. This one's not so much. Oh yeah, I'm the same. This one's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This one's like an Ako Taco. Everyone who, if anyone looks like they're almost secluding themselves, I'll be the first one to like you know, orbit over to them and make them feel like they're part of it. That's just who I am. I, I read the room. So that is something that I pride myself in. Like that's social intelligence. That's emotional intelligence. However, being given that chance is I, I love, I love being in a room because I can read a room. You cannot do that. No. In this situation that we're in. A Zoom so, room is very different than, a, than an in-person room. Yeah. You can't do it. You just cannot. You cannot read tone. You cannot. You can't. You cannot do it. And so just because I'm like, oh my God, I'm a social butterfly. I talk to everybody. I make friends with everyone. Let me be in this clubhouse room with nine gajillion people. It doesn't mean that I'm, I can't read that room the way that I would read a room of 30 people in real life. Mm-hmm. So social aptitude, social aptitude is 
different now when you're dealing with something that's not an in-person situation, if that makes sense. So yeah. I, I know that I'm emotionally intelligent, but you can't be emotionally intelligent on a Zoom call. It, it, right. It's not, as the, it's not the same. You can, but it's just not on the same level. I mean, I have definitely, Akia spoke on this too. I'm enjoying my time on the bench. I think that's a great way of thinking about it and yeah, putting it into perspective. Yeah, did say that. Yep. I'm enjoying my time on the I bench and I felt like I needed to be put there a little bit because I do, I want to be the helper. Oh, hi, Enneagram too. How are you? I want to be the helper. I always want to be the healer, but I am also really not good at navigating conflict. And when those things have come up during the pandemic, which aren't like, I'm, when I say conflict, I just mean any type of miscommunication or like needing to communicate more. <laughs> or resistance or it's resistance conflict. yes resistance like when some when you feel a little bit of like a re, like you're resisting or either receiving or giving like there's yeah. just some some resistance yes you know? so i am not i've not been good with that so whenever there has been some i know that I, it needed it ends up biting me in the ass because i like to just sweep things under the rug and like i'll just be like okay moving on moving on moving on but in some cases that doesn't serve everybody and i'm used to that based on you know, not healthy relationships of my own in the past where I needed to do that in order to keep my own peace. But in doing that, I have also found that that can disturb others' peace and that I need to just enjoy my time on the bench unpacking where that comes from and being better from it and knowing that when I can't be the healer in this situation, the helper in this situation, because I need to be working on myself and being in the position to do that, I have, I have named this past year the year of transformation because I totally am coming out I'm using air quotes of because we don't know if we're really coming out of this pandemic I'm like scared to even say that but I feel like I'm exiting this pandemic a completely different person than entering this pandemic in the level of self-awareness and being able to handle life's one-two punches sometimes in my own reflection being able like you just spoke on earlier that it's okay to have letting go of friendships is of something I also am terrible. I will just cause I, again, I love people and like, I like, I hold on to those memories and I want them to keep going and I want to have the opportunity to make more of them with those people. And sometimes that's mm -hmm. just not the case. And just like clothes don't serve you sometimes, sometimes relationships stop serving you too. And you know, you know, when you get those like Facebook memories or those IG memories, I know I send you some sometimes and I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why, why am I doing that to my, like, that's like when you, you know, it's the same as when you go into your closet and you look at a pair of shorts and you remember this event that you went to when you wore them. Yep. Like as great as that is that you have that memory, why can't we just be good with that? Why yes. can't I just be like, wow, that was a really, you know, that was a wonderful time in my life where we had wonderful laughs and wonderful memories, but we just, I don't know. I think it's part of our instant gratification mm -hmm. as humans because of the world that we live in. Speaking of social media, it's just, yeah, we're, we're just, we see something and we're like, oh, we missed that. Like, I want to feel that way again. I, I like, I, I just want to be there again. And I think it also has to do with the fact that we're so starved for human interaction that mm -hmm. any memory kind of brings up some emotion, whether it's good or bad or whatever. I remember when that song, No New Friends, like Drake's yeah, Drake yeah, song. Yeah. I hated that I'm song. Not, this is... <laughs> Okay, so this is totally a, a ridiculous aside, but I'll tell it. So one of my friends is uh, has produced some songs with, with Drake. He's from Toronto. And I remember he released that song and I messaged my friend Corey and I was like, I hate this song. 
Because I want like, all new friends. <laughs> he was like, why? And I was like, this is the worst song ever. First of all, Drake wants new friends. Why would he be telling anybody that he didn't want new friends? Of course he wants new friends. And second of all, you can't just decide at 23 that you don't want new friends. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. I was like, this is, and I was so, I like, I don't know. I ripped this song apart forever. I, he was like, you're getting real. Like, you're really attached to the name of I, I was like, I don't know why it bothered me so much. It would come on in the bar and I would be like, stop singing along to this song. It's not nice. Like, I guess it's like. We always make yeah. new friends. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean. I'm like, imagine if I think about that. Think about that. Think about if we were like no new friends, like we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> and I, I'll be really honest. If I, if I thought about making no, if I was like, I'm gonna stick to my OGs. Okay, just because I get new friends doesn't mean my other friends get tossed in the trash bin. Right, you know right, I mean? right. And I think that that concept is like very weird. Where I've never seen somebody coming into my life replacing another person. I've never seen it that way. But I think sometimes people fear that. Right, when you have a friendship with someone, sometimes people feel like another human is encroaching on their territory. And I think it's really important. Actually, that's something that I want to bring up is that I think that each of us has to take that responsibility to appreciate that everybody is different. Everyone deals with their friendships differently. Everyone just has a different perspective on, like if you're in a friendship, there's two people in a friendship. It's not to say that those two humans are seeing the friendship in the same light right? One person might think you're like super, super close. And the other person might think, no, one person might think you have a, the communication lines are totally open. The other person might be like, what, what communication lines, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's, we need to really be mindful of the fact that sometimes when you go a long time without talking to someone, that's why you hear all these, you know, you see all these cute memes and you hear everyone saying like, check in on your friends because, I have the, we all have those friends where we can just not talk to them for like years. Right. Yeah. And you talk to them and it goes right back, but that's not the same thing in a pandemic. No, it hasn't been. It's not, it's not the same. Like you can't go a year without talking to your friends, your close friends in a pandemic. You got to check in on them. And it's easy for someone to feel some type of way because you didn't reach out. And I totally lost my train of thought there, but I, but I, I, I know I didn't say, I know I didn't finish my thought. Oh, the new, the no new friends thing is what I was going to say is that I think we need to be constantly open, not only to new friends, but to evolutions within the relationships we already have. I have had to learn to transition people who I only took shots with at the bar to now being my friends that I go to the dog park with. And then I've watched people that I never thought would become parents, become parents in my life. You know, you need to be okay with evolving with those friendships oh, yeah. as you evolve, mm -hmm. but or not, or not, right? Just be like, <laughs> yeah, just I'm, kidding. <laughs> it's not going to work. See, I'm the opposite. I'm okay with the evolution part. I mean, I have friends that I've been friends with since the fourth grade, third grade, and we're still friends. We've been in weddings and all that to this day, friends in college that we've been through live together all through the years. And like, even those communication skills though, have built during this pandemic in a beautiful way. Like it is there, there are very good things that have come from this and asking yeah, the opposite, what others yours, yours have improved. Mine have gone. Well, some have, but no, no. What I was saying is that like some also they'll have it. And there has been some mm. like, okay, now it's time to maybe that's not going to be that way anymore. And that that's okay too. However, that's the part that is the struggle is that it's, 
Okay, so it's not going to be. Right. And then, but then also, then there and lies the spiral of like, oh, but what if? What is life going to be like when we're all back together? Right. Is it going to feel different? Is it going to look different? What? I mean, I don't think anything is going to go back to exactly the same. How can it after all of this? In every sense no. of how we live our day-to-day lives or how we attend big events or how we travel, our whole lives are going to be different after this. So I think that that unknown is a little bit scary too. Like how are our relationships going to be affected by all of this in the long term? Because we've all coming out of this different humans than we've gone in, how of course our friendships and our relationships with people are going to look different accordingly, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's a place for you at the table that you want to sit at. And making sure that those humans that surround your table are ones that uplift you and, you know, still make you feel good. And if they don't, then that's okay. Your relationship can look different. Speaking of boundaries, like you said earlier, (laughs) it doesn't mean that you have to hate on them, but just it looks different. I love when like Instagram algorithms give you things that you're talking about or like that you've been looking at. And I, it was super cute. It was just one of those carousel posts that... Um, I'll tag, I'll tag it in the show notes, but it literally said five friendship green flags. Ooh. Like, oh my gosh. That's so cute. Like, you know, you're used to being like red flag, like do not proceed, do not pass go, do not collect $200. And I was like, oh, this is cute. So I was like, let me look at this. And so the five things are they uplift and motivate you when you need it most. Your bond stays the same, despite how long you haven't seen them for. You feel happy after spending time with them. They respect your boundaries and give you space when needed. They ask you how you are and always include you no matter what. These are so simple. You know, they're kind of like no brainers. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to feel better when you leave them and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's kind of like the baseline of friendships and deciding whether you keep them post pandemic or not. Right. And it's like, if you've had, it's kind of like a scale. Like if you've had negative interactions, I'm giving people grace. It is a freaking global pandemic. There is no dummies guide. Like, I'm not going to be like, you are, you didn't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) That can't be a thing. Yeah. Some people just couldn't, couldn't text back. Like I have a friend, one of my best guy friends. He's like, I just, I know that we haven't talked, but he can't talk. He gets upset. Like he emotionally can't handle that bless you. I know you're going to listen to this. I love you so much. Um, <laughs> but I, I know that he can't talk to me because when he's talking to me on the phone and stuff and I'm updating him on my life, it makes him like emotional that he can't be part of it, like part of it in the way that he wants to be. Right now. And it's nobody's yeah. fault right now. It's nobody's fault other than the pandemic, but he, cause he's like minutes away. You know what I mean? It's not like he's on the other side of the, the world. So it, it bothers him that He's like, I have to just not talk to you as much as I usually do because it makes me feel better. So I need to appreciate that. Whereas I'm like, tell me everything. Did you poop today? Like, I'm so different. But I need to respect that. He's like, no, I don't. That makes me sad. Like, I don't want to cry on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. And I'm like, that's fair. You know, that's yeah. totally okay. But that's like the baseline of your friendship is, you know, are they making you, do they make you, when you're talking to your friend, when you're with your friend, like, do you feel like they're present and are you present in it? And do you feel good in it? And if you do, great. 
And if you don't, okay, well, maybe you try it again later. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just. Exactly. It's not, you don't need to like, yeah. And keep in mind, because we are all going through this trauma together, there are trauma responses. So your trauma response is going to be very different than someone else's trauma response. So if if you're not aware, the uh, trauma responses are fight, flight, and fawn, which I never really understood what fawn was. But in this retreat, I learned it's what can I do or what am I willing to do? And I would give anything to save this relationship. So like that would be so good. Yes. Oh, yes. So like, where are you in? And I am for sure fun. Like I will, I will go to the ends of the earth. And when that's not reciprocated though, sometimes I take it more personal than I think I should because everyone's trauma response is different. So like you just said, your Mm -hmm. friend needs to just flight it out and take a sidebar and enjoy his time on the bench and yeah. where you're like, no, I will help you. <laughs> like, I will do anything to save this and make this better. He's like, you're making it worse. You're making yeah. it worse. Just I'm like, oh, sorry. It is so important as we come out of this, though, to give others grace and knowing that, you know, it's going to take work. All relationships take work. We're just not used to having the work be from such a distance. It's like we're all in long term relationships <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And you have to like re you just have to learn how to it, like edit how you communicate with people. I'm not joking. Like there are people in my life. I'll give an example that's like easy to to visualize. You know when you're a teacher. Okay. So I remember, (laughs) yes, facts. So I remember going to the grocery store as a kid and seeing my teacher, right. And being like, (gasps) (laughs) What, what are they, what are they doing here? Like just, you know, cause you only see your teacher in the classroom and you're like, that's a human being. I was like, you know, you're a kid. You're like, you haven't really grasped that concept. I have friends that I have a few locations that I've seen them in for extended periods of time. Like we're talking certain spots and the thought of not seeing them in that location, like they, okay, imagine. So if this is on social media, they don't have a location tag associated with them. I don't know what to do. I'm like, wait, what? How does this friendship exist not in this particular location? I don't know how to navigate that. I just had a mind blown moment. This is going to be the total reverse for you and I. I don't know what am I going to do when you're not in your castle in the sky? Like, how is that going to (laughs) work? Like that, because we're only used to seeing each other here. So what are we? That's true. We're the total reverse of everything you just said. Like you're not used to seeing your humans in those parts. I'm not used to seeing you anywhere but those the Murphy bed in the background. Like, <laughs> I'm always in my Murphy bed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting too because you know what? When when I'm like so when I go like on hikes and stuff, Becca will be like, "So where are you? What are you doing? Where's that? That looks like a nice willow tree." Like she's like so intrigued by by my backgrounds. There's a body of water by you. That looks like a nice park. Oh, is it windy there? Same weather system. <laughs> Just like, it's so you're right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. I don't know. I literally am like, I've had friends for like 20 years that I've never FaceTimed with in my life. You know what I mean? Like I saw them so often yes. that I was like, FaceTime, why? What do you mean? I like, I literally just saw you five minutes ago. So the concept when they were like, do you want to FaceTime? I'm like, and do what? <laughs> They're like talk or, or when this first started my taco Tuesdays and bachelor nights with my one friend, 
we made them virtual and it was the weirdest shit in the world because we would be together. Yeah, it just feels awkward, right? Yes. Yeah, you're like, do you really want to do this? I don't know if it doesn't feel right. Like, I remember the conversation being like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, like we have to, it's a tradition. And I was like, yeah, but like, it feels so weird. But afterwards you're like, this isn't, this is almost worse. (laughs) Yeah. So for the first, for the first season of The Bachelor that we, that during the pandemic that was experienced, we did it. And I was like, hey, this is cool. And then like the second one came around and I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Cause after I would feel sad. The fact that there's been that many seasons though during this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would feel sad. I'd be like, I'd, every time I'd like, you know, be like, hey, bye. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Yeah. I'd hang up and then I'd be like, that felt weird. Like every time. Yeah. And I didn't like that feeling going to sleep, feeling weird, missing my friend. Exactly. So then. Exactly. You know? So then we had to like stop. And then the communication because that stopped, then our communication was fewer and far between. And then we were like, so how do we do this now? Like, honestly, it's been... How do we do this now? Right. Yeah. Like, so do you want me to call you on a certain day, time? Is that weird? Like, it was just, it's been, but again, open communication. Mm -hmm. You will find a way to make it work. You know, we've gotten creative. It's like, let's hop on Zoom and yoga together. Let's like, I don't know. Like, you know, you, you get creative. Mm-hmm. I, I've like sent cupcakes. I'm like, like, I don't know. Like, hi, I'm still here. Hi. <laughs> yeah, hi. yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, that type of stuff. But that communication is so important. I think it's important for us to realize that. Yeah. So important. like, how do we do this now? What do you, how can I serve you now? How can you serve me now? Where do we go going forward? That is going to make us great again. Not to say you're not great now, but just like have that reconnection. Cause I know I've totally feel you on that. We tried doing wine nights with, um, some of my girlfriends from college who I've been friends with for now, 15 years plus years. But afterwards it was the same feeling like that was weird. That we're not a zoom. Maybe we're just not a zoom group of kid people like, no, <laughs> We're more of a, like, I'm going to just squeeze all up on you and just share all the goodness, like, in person. So it's so strange. And then going back to it, it's like, okay, fine. But then was that weird? Did I act weird? Did they think I was weird? Oh, my God. It's not okay. No. It's not okay. But it is okay. It has to be. Like, it's just what it is. what it is. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Short story long. I think it's important, like, because Becca and I talk about this all the time because we're in such an interesting, our friendship dynamic is so different. I mean, lots of people out there, I'm sure have started relationships during the, like romantic relationships during the pandemic, mm-hmm. made friends during the pandemic and stuff. But Becca and I became friends and started a passion project and still haven't met in real life. And so that's, we can't really be compared to anyone else <laughs> in any other situation, really. Like we're our own. I'm going to cross the border and then just stare up at the building and be like, I think I'm downstairs. Like that's how I picture it. Yeah. Being. I don't know how that's going to go, guys. We're going to have to, we're going to have to hire an entire camera or just your husband <laughs> like this is, no I actually think I want like multiple people like multiple per, like you know we need like a POV from my side a POV from your side a pan out POV it's got Mr. AMQ thing. needs to get a drone so, so then we, he has a drone what oh I, as the sentence was coming out of my mouth I was like he probably already has one <laughs> yeah come on oh my god Andrew's like let me get seven more <laughs> drone from all angles of this building baby helicopters <laughs> So point of story, if you have also been feeling like you are 
feeling uneasy, unrested in your social situations, or maybe you are having trouble taking the bench. Whereas we, you know, we said we've enjoyed it or learned to enjoy it. But if you're struggling with your time on the bench, just know you are not alone. And everybody is feeling some type of weird way in every single one of their relationships that they have, whether that be with family, friends, romantically, we're all handling this differently. And sometimes it doesn't look so pretty. And sometimes you don't even you're questioning yourself and questioning others and that's okay. And we're going to figure it out. Everything is figure outable. And just keep in mind though that, okay, more Marie Forleo. What? Who's that? That's the girl who wrote everything is figure outable. I didn't even know that was a book. The book. <laughs> <laughs> is that really a book? I'll have to Google it. I didn't even know that was a book. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> Just like her. <laughs> Just like what she says. Credit, credit where credit is due, boo. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't even know. Okay, great. Awesome. It's a great book. Great book. Plug that. Thank God for that. That could have been a note that we didn't want. Why are you saying figure outable? <laughs> we always give credit where credit is due. So what was I saying? Oh, just keep in mind, though, that everybody's trauma responses to this past year, two years is going to be different. Okay. 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 <laughs> the two years. I mean, <laughs> I know. Okay. Let me just drink my bubbly. Uh, it matches my outfit. Going into my second pandemic birthday here. So for me, it's been two years. <laughs> Feels. You know what? You're right. I have my, my birthday's in January. So I have yet to experience a second one. Oh God. I hope you don't. Very well. Jesus. P.S. P.S. I live in a hot spot, which means that as of midnight tonight, I can... What did you call them? What did you call them? Oh, I, the vaccination registration hunger games. <laughs> because everyone's, everyone, your internet's probably going to go down. 100%. 100%. I'm taking a nap at like 9 p.m. so that I can get up and just be awake and just hit refresh. There you go. That's what I'm doing. Perfect. You know what? I just realized that I totally just shared my intentions on the vaccination and we're probably going to be welcoming lots of opinions. But you know what? Come at me. <laughs> at me. Yes. I would like to cross the border to see Becca. Okay. So just- we are choosing to trust science. You do. You boo. Doodle do. Yes. Do do. We're just gonna <laughs> doodle do. Oh, okay. So Becca and I were really missing having this one on one time, just the two of us. And we really, 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 really have been seeing all these incredible reviews just literally flowing in. And we just wanted to we wanted to show some love to the Boo Crew. But I will say that you you don't seem to be listening to us because <laughs> we can't help but we can't help but notice that there are still these odd number letter sequences as names. Okay? <laughs> I cannot give credit. To BCR 19883429, are you a robot? We warned you that we were going to give fake names. So this is Bianca, Courtney, (laughs) Rashad. Well, her review is great. The title of the review, I love love that you can title reviews, is Love These Gals. Always look forward to listening to these gals. They're so authentic and fun and bubbly and their personalities are addicting, in brackets, in the best way. That is from Julia. Thank you so much for putting your name. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have one that we have a name for, Ash Christo. These two and their topics with the little star emoji. 
Just listen to Toxic Positivity and OMG. There are no words. My mind is blown. My life is changed in capitals. Sometimes you just need that light bulb moment. You ladies are meant to Mm -hmm. be doing this podcast and you are amazing. Love that. I love, I love getting the feedback on the topics because yes, that's what we, you know, we want to, we want to talk about things that are resonating with all of you. So that's so, so great. So thank you. This was really fun being with Becca again. I do have, I am pit stain passionate though. Pit stain passionate. I, I see it. Wow. Look at them. She's cute. <laughs> She's passionate. All right. Patty, the pit stains are out to oh, play. Wow. That is. Look at her. Wow. She kind of looks like a continent. Okay. <laughs> New Zealand? Okay. Full circle. Moving on. Yeah. New Zealand. And we're back to figs. It looks like a fig. <laughs> Please email us your either answers to the questions that we asked each other in the beginning as AMQ takes a bite of her fig. We're going to round this out for you. Or if you have something you want to share about your relationships or maybe you know how your relationships have changed during this pandemic or if you're having trouble navigating those, email us hello, hello with three O's at igotyouboopod.com. And we will see you next week. I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you, bye.